Welcome to Nuna Your Business, episode one. Omo, we started a podcast. We are your hosts, Becca and Megan. And uh, I guess basically we're just going to jump in. So Megan, what are we doing here today? Getting to know you. Yeah, getting to know you, letting you get to know us, I guess. Mostly you'll just learn about us. Yeah, and we <laughs> thought we would keep it pretty, pretty basic today. So for anybody who has no experience with K-pop or K-dramas, we are going to cover all of our favorite topics. And if you're a longtime fan, you'll get to see what we're about and what we like and hopefully relate to us on a number of topics and, and kind of relate to why we wanted to start doing this. Right. And hopefully you'll learn something too. Hopefully even longtime fans could pick up a thing or two. We know a lot of stuff. We know a lot of stuff. Not we as much as everybody else. Spend there, a lot of time on this. Oh yeah. I mean, we know nothing in a lot at once. Yes. We, As we're I feel this, all people who like K-dramas and K-pop are. There's a lot to learn. Yeah. So today's podcast is brought to you by whoarted.com. Thank, Thank you, you for all of the podcast equipment. And uh, we like to call this um, Afternoon of Delight. So thank you for joining us today for a little Afternoon of Delight. We hope you're having a great day. Megan, did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. It good. was nice. And I feel like this podcast is so appropriate for Thanksgiving because there's so much to be thankful for, and the majority of the things to be yeah. thankful for are K-pop and K-drama related. And we couldn't really get into it at our family meals because they would have been annoyed. My family would have been super annoyed if I would started talking about K-pop and K-dramas. I mean, I did anyway. I was going to say, I did too. My cousin was there, and she can totally verify that we still <gasps> got into some K-pop and K-drama talk. So uh, I thought we would get started today with just the W's, the who, what, when, where, why, how's of, of our podcast. That's so a good um, idea. Yeah, so before we jump in, let's just get all of that out of the way, and then we can really get into the juicy stuff. I feel like just to introduce you a little bit to Becca, I'm getting ahead of myself, but she came up with the greatest outline ever for this, for our first episode, because we have so much we want to talk about, so we we are actually going to stay on topic today. We will try. Don't get used to that, No, we we'll tend to bounce around a lot. We're everywhere. Yeah. But today... Today we will try to... to to stick to the basics. So um, so what is this, Megan? What are we doing here? This podcast? This is a podcast dedicated to fangirling out hardcore over everything we love, which is K-dramas, K-pop, idols, actors. We have a lot to discuss. We have a lot to discuss. And, and for anybody who doesn't know what it. those are, it's just Korean dramas yeah. and Korean, Korean pop, pop culture. Music. And I almost hate the term, we'll get into that later, but I almost hate the term K-pop because... It's very marginalizing. Yeah. It, it sounds like a like a teeny bopper. It does. It's so people just call any music out of Korea K pop and it's not I don't think it all can no. be called pop music. Not at all. It's We've, it's a great mixture of hip hop, yeah, rap. Great they're great indie bands. Yes. So many good, there's so, so many good much. artists, but yeah, just in general, people are referred to it as K-pop. Because so. in America, I feel like we know Gangnam Style, and then that's, so people are like, oh yeah, it's K-pop. Which, nothing wrong with Gangnam Style. No. Great tune. Mm-hmm. But that's all anybody but knows. But that's all anybody knows, so. There's so much more to it than just that. Which, if you're listening to this, you probably know. Yes. And good for you. Yes. There's probably even more than you realize. <laughs> So what can you expect mm -hmm. with our um, our podcast? Obviously, lots of K-pop and K-drama talk. We, yeah, a lot of humor along the way. Nerding Megan's out. one of the funniest people I know, and Becca's one of the funniest people I know. So we try to to inject humor into as much because you as have we can. to have a sense of humor about some of this stuff too. I feel like, especially with K-drama plots, 
they're delightful and wonderful, but sometimes are bonkers. They're cheesy. They can be over the top cheesy. Oh, just like just like any show, but right. I mean, there are some tropes in K dramas. I'm sure we will talk about a lot. Like I was just talking to my boyfriend last night about a freeze frame. How much I love a freeze frame. A at the good end of an freeze episode. frame at the end of an episode. There's nothing more satisfying, but it's also the silliest thing. It so is. many freeze frames. I think actually, I think at the end of our podcast, we should take a photo. We should we freeze, should frame, freeze frame, frame after every podcast, and, and then, then we'll we have post to like it. make it dreamy colors, like yes. sunset colors. It'll be beautiful. And then we need a really good jingle, or not a jingle, but a beautiful. It's gonna go down. Ost. It's gonna go down. That's a great idea. So along with our podcast, um, we are building a website, newinayabusiness.com. Um, we will post a lot of great things on there and some resources that you can check out. We've also, not we, Megan set up a bunch of social media accounts for us on Twitter. Do you know how difficult it was for me to set up a YouTube channel? I don't know if anyone's tried to do a YouTube channel. I'm sure it's easy. I'm a moron. I, I like, changed my entire Gmail, personal Gmail profile to New New Business Podcast. And I have people be like, hey, who who is this? Because they didn't recognize my name. <laughs> So I actually was building the website and I texted Megan. She's like, I want to help. What can I do? And I was like, hey, could you just set up social media profiles really quick? It won't take long. And um, and then I immediately felt terrible because like three hours later, Megan was like, that was the hardest I thing I've ever done. Becca built a website from scratch. She hand designed our logo. She she did all this incredibly complicated stuff. And I'm like, I don't know how to set up an email account. <laughs> but she did. Well, and they hypothetically. I also, I had to like give you back the YouTube stuff because I couldn't make the picture fit. I am a human disaster. I cannot accomplish anything. So the only thing I can to out this. They are though, and I think they look great. Megan's well, being really hard on herself. No, this is me being pretty easy on myself <laughs> because I like... Did the Twitter, did the Facebook, tried the YouTube, and it's like, you worked so hard, Megan. You, <laughs> say oh. you, you say worked oh. so hard. You deserve a break, and probably it's like going to be a two-week break before I ever try to do YouTube again. It was so complicated. If you've tried, you understand. Mm-hmm. Ju- you can judge me. I'm bad at things. No, it's fine. Maybe my, we need to, if anybody out there is a YouTube tutor, maybe we could hire me. you. <laughs> my, uh, my work computer, did you see my Instagram post? My work computer mm-hmm. gave me the worst warning ever. It literally, a, a program crashed and it just said, catastrophic failure. <laughs> did you take it personally? Was that an I insult did. from your work computer? It felt like it was talking to me. Specifically because I'm terrible with computers and anything on the computer and I crash computers all the time. So... <laughs> This is going great. This is going to go great. It's going to go fine. fine. As long as I don't have to so touch So far, anything. social media accounts are a mess. Megan created them. <laughs> it's and me. And she is a catastrophic failure. I take full responsibility, and I don't even feel that bad about it, because I'm a nightmare. <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter, as long as, as, long as it's accurate, at NunaYourBusiness, <laughs> um, on Facebook, at NunaYourBusiness, and we will put a link up for our YouTube I, channel, because yeah, YouTube I'll, channels I'll are long links, and... It's, it's mess. there. It exists. I can't find it always, but I'll find it and we'll get it out there. Yeah. And so, we'll post some videos. So yeah, we'll post some videos, some gifs, some memes. We are thinking of doing a word of the week for those of you who would like to oh, learn yeah, a few a basic idea. Korean phrases. Because if you watch any K-dramas at you all, pick up a few. you're going to pick them up so And fast. there are some technical things I feel like it would help to understand, especially yes. if you're just getting into them. Because you pick, I mean, we pick them up from watching, but Very it would have been really useful to have Going in, knowing a key yes. where someone just said, "This is what Anuna is. This is what an Ani is." Those sort of things. You pick it up. But. You pick it up. Um, so, where can you find our podcast? Our podcast will be um, on our website, nuniabusiness.com. It will also be available on YouTube and, or sorry, on um, iTunes. 
and then we will post links on our social media accounts when new when new podcasts are posted so we are hoping to do a new podcast every week yes but we're human beings yeah. with lives so we, we definitely have enough topics to do that um so now here's where we're going with this you may be asking yourself who are these two women and why should I be listening to them? Yeah, what the heck is their deal? So that's a great question. And we're going to start with Megan. I feel like the most important thing that I can tell anyone to to sell me in this position is that I am a huge fangirl. And when I like something, I am 100% in <laughs> all the time. And usually I go through phases. So we're talking six months to a year and then I move on to my next thing. It has been going on five years, and my passion for K-dramas and K-pop is not, not de-escalating at It's all. only accelerating. It's Actually, I was there for the day that Megan had the conversation with her boyfriend, where he said, like, so, is this just, like, a phase? Or And Megan was like, this is part of who I am this going is me, forward. Like, and this you is can me take now. it or you can leave it, <laughs> because it's not going away. I think it's amazing. Thank you. So, Megan is a pro at all things. I love it. When I have questions, I go to Megan. And that's because we've, so we're going to talk about our friend Irene a lot too, because she's also a huge fan of K-dramas. She was my boss when I lived, I lived in Boston for a while. And she and I didn't even realize we both had this in common. We overlapped briefly with this fandom. So now she's become a good fan of ours. And she, like me and like you, were web detectives where we get a question and we just, we got to figure it out. So we like, we like researching it. We like watching it. Uh, but we're also very invested in it. So. Right. So that's me. I'm a fangirl. I hate working. I hate exercising. All I want to do is talk about K-pop. That's it. That's all you need to know. Amen. Yep. I think that's all we need to know <clears throat> to it. want to listen to you. <laughs> um, so I'm Becca. I am um, Megan got me into this mess a few years ago. I looked it up. It was 2015. Was it? Yeah. This is the actual greatest moment of my life was when Becca... So Becca's a very... And we're going to talk about each other a little bit more later. But Becca's a very nice person. She's very kind, and I'm dating her husband's brother, which is how we met through yep. through our significant others. And I thought she was just being like the sweet welcome to the family. I want to make you feel comfortable. I'm gonna watch a K drama for you. Which, if I was a good person, I would have been like, "No, you have a busy life. <laughs> Save yourself. I'm not gonna do this to Swim you. Swim away." But I was like, "Yes, queen. <laughs> Here we go." And. So anyway, continue. I hijacked your bio. No, that's basically it. Megan got me into this, and I'm so thankful because it's and she, been she is also a amazing. person who does not go halfway. She does everything no. in her life a million percent, and so it was like bound to be a thing. Yeah, as soon as this started, if something piques my interest, I it's all or nothing. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'm not the person who dips a toe in the pool. I'm the person no. who like cannonballs yes. into the deepest part and that's exactly what I've done with K-dramas I and feel K-pop. like you cannonball whenever you need to know something so even stuff you're not necessarily excited about you will be like whatever I'm gonna know it I'm gonna know 100% mm-hmm. I am like that sounds boring I'm leaving the pool altogether <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge difference between us so we have different swimming habits you're very apparently. committed <laughs> and I'm very like mm, no thank you I'm gonna watch um, so Megan covered that, but together we met because mm-hmm. my husband's brother is Megan's boyfriend. Um, and she did, she forgot to mention that this was just a total trap when she introduced me to K-dramas, but I'm so, like I said, I'm so thankful for it. It's been, I hate to be dramatic, but it's been life changing in it the is. best way possible. It is life enhancing. It is. I feel like I was in a very sad place 
with pop culture when I finally found K-dramas. There were no shows out that I wanted to watch. There was no music that was inspiring me. And I feel like that's what gets me through the day anymore. And if they're pumping them out, we're going to go into that. Yeah. But that's the problem is you can't not be hooked on it because there's new content constantly. Right. And we are, so we, like we mentioned this too, we are brand new to this podcasting world. So please support us. We have no clue um, what we're doing. Don't be too hard on us. We're honestly giving it our best shot. We've done a lot of research and we're excited to connect with other fans. And we just, that's, that's it. That's Mm -hmm. why we want to do it. We feel like. We live in the Midwest in America, so it's hard to find other people who are interested in this. And that's why when Becca showed any interest at all, I reeled her in because <laughs> I needed that support system. Because we love, I mean, whenever you like a show or a band, all you want to do is talk about it. Right. And when you don't have anyone to talk to about it, it can be very sad and lonely. It is. There's, so you've got to go to the internet. That's all you have is the internet. And it's so, I think there are so, so Megan and I went to, and I don't want to get too off topic here, but we went to a um, a K-pop concert in LA a few years ago. <laughs> it was like one of the best trips of my life. It was wonderful. And I'm not, that's not an exaggeration in the slightest. And I met a ton of people finally yeah. that were interested in the same things that I was. And so actually, when I was leaving, I was at the airport, and there was a, I thought she was a woman, like a grown woman, and so I started a conversation with her about, you know, oh my gosh, do you like K-dramas too? And we had this whole she's thing. She was wearing a t-shirt, right? She was wearing a t-shirt, and she had the big bang glow stick, mm-hmm. and so I knew right away, you're my people, and this, so you're one of us. I went in full, you know, cannonballed yeah. right into that, and um, so we got into this whole conversation, and she, it was very sad. She's like, well, none of my friends like K-dramas or K-pop. So, you know, I saved my money all year to come here and I had to bring my mom and I was like, oh gosh, that's when I realized she's a teenager. She yeah. looked like a grown woman. Although I take my mom everywhere and that's I'm true. 31 years old. But this girl was so <laughs> sweet and I just thought, oh my gosh, I think that's when we started the podcast conversation because I realized there are so many closeted fans who have no one to talk to. Who have to. no one to talk to and they have to watch these alone, at, you yeah. know, at, at night by themselves because nobody that that they live with has any interest in them. And I feel like best case scenario in my life outside of you and the couple other people I can talk to about it, which our significant others are also very supportive of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. They will listen to us. They will watch shows with us. They'll watch videos with us. We're super lucky. Mm -hmm. But even my coworkers, who are fine people, think it's funny, kind of. Like, they don't take it seriously. Right. They sort of tease me about it. It's kind of a joke. Yeah. Like Which today, is fine. At least for, they're accepting yeah, of it. Yeah. For today, uh, BTS is on Ellen today, and I'm going to take my lunch break to watch BTS on Ellen, and they think that's, like, hilarious. <laughs> Megan's going to watch a boy band, and I want to be like, no, sit down and get educated. Yes. But I can't do that. So this is where we just, we're going to vent about stuff like that. We're going to talk about the stuff that we love. Hopefully, we'll start engaging with Anyone out there who just wants to chat about it. Anybody who's listening, we genuinely want to connect with you. We do. Genuinely. so much to say. There's so much to say and there's so much to learn. I feel like everybody that I meet that has any interest in this Mm -hmm. teaches me so much. Oh, yeah. And we want to know so much. We're going to probably ask straight up questions and hopefully somebody out there can answer them for us because we, while we know a lot about what we know, there's, it's such a huge world of, of information. Right. And it's never Never ending. It's always changing. Yeah. Oh, it's We love it. We are so passionate about this. Um, so now that you know who we are, why why should you you may be saying like, well, why should I listen at all to what you girls have to say? Yeah. Um, I do feel I don't want to like brag, but I feel like we're somewhat qualified here. So I'm gonna boast about Megan for a minute because she won't boast about herself. 
Megan, my good friend here, went to school to study um, film writing and television production. She has her master's degree in something fancy like that. I think that's the exact phrase. I don't, of your I don't even degree. remember what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Megan regularly volunteers at film festivals in America, um, where she's met a lot of big name celebrities. By met, I have dropped <laughs> wine glasses in front of them, and they've been really nice about pretending like they didn't see it. But still, looking at you, Channing Tatum. <laughs> I think at one point, weren't you in the room with Meryl Streep? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And I didn't realize it. It was bonkers. Yeah. She is effervescent. See, I'm telling you, <laughs> Megan has, she has her credentials here. I've like literally, I, she said met. I, none of these people, no, I didn't. I saw, I was in rooms <laughs> with them, serving them food. I feel still, like I, yeah. I don't feel like a lot of people met. can say that they've done that. It was, it's really fun. And I love movies. So that was, she's a huge buff in, in all areas, about. pop culture. Mm. Also, Megan is a writer. She works um, in news. She's a writer, producer. She does everything, really. Yeah. Um, she's won an Emmy, but I think legally I have to call it a Midwest Regional Emmy. A Midwest Regional Emmy. But I can prove it and I will post a picture because she yeah. would never post a picture of it. So Which I will post a picture Someday to we'll prove tell that the she story about the Emmy because that is also K pop related. It's K pop related. And we it was were, one of the best nights of my life. I, I skipped and it's not even the my Emmy, Emmy ceremony to go to a K pop concert mm -hmm. and it was I don't regret it at all. It was like the best night of my life. We had so much fun. We could do an entire podcast on that and I think we might have to. The, that whole trip. Yeah. I feel yeah. like so look forward to it because it was pretty epic. It's gotta go down. Um so yeah, she does. She she has a real gold Emmy in her possession and it's amazing and I hope someday she lets me hold it again. Um she's extremely it. talented in everything that she does. She knows her business. And as you can tell already in this podcast, she loves K pop and K dramas. <laughs> and she is the one who got me into this whole just life sucking trap of of pop culture from Korea and I love all of it so I'm it very appreciative mm -hmm. I'm very appreciative we I feel like we should also say what you're going to learn really fast that we're obsessed with each other <laughs> in a massive way so we both I think Becca's like a perfect angel on earth but Aww. she actually is so that's actually a good segue <laughs> into Things you need to know about Becca. I she's can't good even look at Megan while she's 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 so humble. She she's the person who is like, oh, I'm so sorry. This is such a. I, she'll make you the most incredible anything. She made these cupcakes. We'll just say cupcakes. She made you incredible cupcakes that look like they came out of some four star bakery. I'm so sorry. They're so bad, and she really thinks they're bad. <laughs> She's not even doing it. So you're like, oh no, Becca, you're amazing. She is. She doesn't realize how magnificent she is. So she's good at everything, which is annoying, but then she's also the most lovable person ever, which is annoying because you cannot be annoyed by the fact that she's good at everything. And I always tell this story before I met Becca. So we already explained that we're dating people who are related and she's married to one. Mm -hmm. She's married to one and I'm dating one. I got the old ball and chain. But you're still free yeah, to fly. I'm still good. She also worked where I work now, but we'd never crossed paths. So before I met her, everyone at work would say, oh... Have you met Becca yet? <laughs> Becca is the most wonderful person. You're going to love her so much. She's so talented and smart, and she's hilarious. I'm, like, cringing at this. She hates this so much, and I love it. And so, of course, when people are telling this, I'm like, no way. This girl's probably terrible. There's no way she's this great. I automatically dislike her. I met her, and I fell in love with her immediately. <laughs> and I have never looked back. 
because she really is just like the best person. She's super oh. fun. She's the kind of person everybody wants to be friends with. And so I'm always like, oh, I'm gonna go hang out with Becca because people are legit jealous. People I'm, who like, know both of us straight up uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I love talking about this. That's the way it is. Oh, but then things that she like actual things. She's an incredible mom. She gets everything done. I don't know how she does anything, but she's always just so organized and together. She worked in L.A. She's lived a million lives. She worked for a celebrity family in L.A. I did. Worked with that on happens. movies and wrote movies. I, I worked on two movies, and they got made, which is like, she sounds really impressive, but when I look back, I'm like, eh, Yeah, we're really only talking about my master's degree in film, which <laughs> is literally a piece of paper I'm still paying for. I've never made a real movie, so. <laughs> Becca's done tons of stuff. Lived everywhere. Experienced amazing things. She's good at everything. She's an athletic person, which I am not. I just feel like it's all, it's all blown out of the water. And I hope nobody ever, like I said this before, I hope nobody ever meets me after being introduced by Megan. No, that's the the way I just introduced her is how people talked about her to me. And I did the whole, (laughs) yeah, right. She probably sucks. You cannot hype Becca enough. I cannot hype Becca enough. She's my favorite person. Megan is too nice. No, I'm actually really mean. (laughs) Between the two of us. (laughs) I have to move on because I'm like flushed (laughs) now. Um, We've been watching K-dramas and listening to K-pop for over three years. Megan's like five years, a long time. And we've crammed. I know when people say like, oh, I've been into CrossFit for two years. And you're like, all right, two years isn't that long Also, I love that you just said CrossFit and I rolled my eyes. But (laughs) exactly what I'm doing is just like CrossFit. Yes. I rolled my eyes because my brother does it and I like making fun. Oh, he would do CrossFit. Right. Um, so we've crammed a lot into that short amount of time. And by that, I mean we've watched – I'm the one who's watched the least amount of K-dramas. I've watched almost 60. It's, it's way over 50. Yeah. Um, Megan's watched way more than I have. We've watched movies and game shows. We've mentioned it before. We've sat front row at a Big Bang concert um, <gasps> in L.A. I mean, the stadium was – packed and we were right in the front row we sat fourth row at a got seven concert oh Um, and I mentioned this (laughs) I mentioned this not to be braggy but to let you know like we have experienced the true fandoms of k-pop and y'all are amazing I cannot that's the best part I cannot I I would literally give all of you hugs all the time like you made my life so much better the fans do the the experience of being a k-pop fan and a k-drama fan in the u.s would not be the same without the fans no because there's they make the best stuff it's amazing and they were so i mean we'll get into that They're cool too everyone's so cool everyone and funny. was so friendly like we we got this high touch pass and i don't want to get too far off topic oh we got a high touch pass for got seven meaning that after the show we were allowed to stay and high like five. high five everybody i've never been more nervous i was so nervous and so we got to the show kind of late i don't remember why security or something yeah, we sat down line. and this wonderful delightful girl next to us was like Hey guys, where are your bracelets? If you're sitting up this close, aren't you part of the high touch group? We had no idea. And we had no idea. I mean, we literally would have gone the whole show and, and then it. gotten kicked out because we didn't have these bracelets and we had no we idea so we had lucky. to go get them. She, I, and that's my experience with everyone. And I know that it can get kind of heated online and that fandoms versus Don't fandoms always get is along. scary. Yeah. But the people, I just feel like I've met so many cool people mm-hmm. and people online are so funny and, and helpful and the reviews, people are so passionate about writing reviews for shows, which has helped me a ton in trying yes. to find what to watch. I couldn't be more grateful. We love all Tumblr, of you. Tumblr, everyone on Tumblr, you're my heroes. 
Tumblr is great. Any of you people on YouTube who make the fan-made vids, oh you are my favorite people Do you know that I started exercising? I hate exercising. I started doing yoga because I'm getting older and my body hurts all the time. <laughs> so I started doing yoga and the only way I can get through it is I just turn on try not to laugh videos for different groups. groups. Oh yeah. And I can get through my grueling 20 minutes of yoga <laughs> three times a week because I just watch the try not to laugh videos while I do it. I love this. Um, I'm the opposite. I try to do 30 minutes a day. Of, I don't know how. <laughs> but the I can only watch way 30 I can minutes through, of try not to laugh videos a day. But. That's the thing. The only way I can get through my 30 minutes a day of beach body on demand is I mute it and I blare K-pop mm -hmm. as long as it goes. And that workout goes by so quick. So it's, see, we're giving you life advice here. How to be a healthier how, human being. How to being. hack exercise. Yeah. How to hack exercise with K-pop, Becca, and Megan. Just be fit and don't have to exercise. That's I wish that was goes an down. answer. So, um, so what exactly does Noonia business mean? Well, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to brag up Megan here. It was her idea. And, um, which it's because Becca's pun savvy, well, like <laughs> totally rubbed off of me because this girl's good at puns. I love puns. I love puns so much. So the word Nuna is actually a Korean word. Um, it's used to describe a, a girl who is older than you. Yes. Before we get blasted online for this, we know that it's for a man to use mm. for an older woman. Um, but the opposite there is uni, and it's like the worst word ever. We were bad at saying it. Uni or business still kind of makes sense. Yeah, we but, do that. but Becca and I both have younger brothers. Yep. So we are Nunas, and both of our my spouse and her boyfriend are both younger, are both younger, than, younger us. than us. So it just so made more we sense. are we are just Nunas. Also, we are into twenty something K pop dudes. So it's a we're sad, Nunas, man. It's a sad reality. We're yeah, everyone. Um, and that's so it also could mean older sister, an older sister older friend if you're yeah, close to them older girlfriend. and that's what we want to be to everybody we just yeah. want to be your older friends we'll be your we love it so much we really want to connect with everybody so we want to be um a trusted friend that you could geek out with because spoiler alert we are humongous nerds yeah. and to um to prove that i am going to admit that at one point in my life i was part of a font fan club because I like graphic design, and I don't think there's anything more nerdy than that. That's probably the nerdiest thing about me. Becca asked me to think of something nerdy about myself, <laughs> but I think everything I like is really cool, so I couldn't think of anything except for I've got a weird thing with cats, which is as I've grown into being a cat person, I love dogs also before, again, people judge me. But I've got, I got this thing. I really like cats. I'm full-on cat lady at this point. They are my life. I think it's a beautiful thing. So the cat thing is kind of nerdy. And also the other thing I thought of is I collect antique teacups. And sometimes I drink tea in them by myself with my cat. So <clears throat> That's I don't the only way I'm going to picture you from now on oh. when I'm texting you. Like, I seriously, alone in a robe. That's how I want everyone to picture with me. With 12 cats on top 12 of 12 cats, a big old pot of tea, and my fine china. I'm, ha I'm fine with that. Thank you. So we also chose, uh, obviously, that's the word Nuna. So Nuna, your business, we chose that because we get some pretty off-the-wall reactions. And if you're a fan of K-pop or K-dramas, I'm sure you've experienced it too. When somebody asks you what you like and you tell them, I'm a fan of this, just some of the reactions they give you are just... Which I don't know why, because to me, and we will talk about this all the time because I still can't deal with it. This is not weirder than anything else people like. No. Dude's... Women and men all over our country play fantasy sports. Yes. They have pretend sports teams, which do whatever you want. I am far from a person who is going to judge anyone's hobbies at this point in my life, but I don't get why liking 
pop culture from a different country is not is weirder to people than, than a, a fantasy sports team. <laughs> Again, we're not knocking team. it. Both no. of our 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 significant others they do it all the time. Do it all the time. But I, I tried it. I do not feel how, that this is any. And it's a lot weird. of times people are like, "Well, why? How, why do you watch that or listen to that if you don't understand the language?" And I'm like, "Do you listen to some American music? Some American music is so fast or." Okay over auto-tuned you can't understand what they're saying anyway yeah so I'm not sure why it matters well and I feel like even if it was just something that was my parents watch Swedish shows all the time that's weird to me too I mean (laughs) they don't speak Swedish but they watch Swedish shows all the time I I just don't get it I I don't the argument doesn't make sense to me it's very frustrating when it comes up I try to be chill about it but my I'm losing my chill yeah because part of me is also like, why does how I entertain myself yeah, affect your life care? in any way, shape, or form? So Nuna Ya Business just te- seemed to kind of fit into all of that. Um, so a couple of disclaimers up front. We are not experts by any means. We genuinely love all of this stuff. Megan can verify we are 100% emerged oh, we're in. in everything. Um, but we learn things every single day and yeah. we love it that way. And we, I would we, never want to know everything, I think, cause no. I, I like looking forward to knowing, well, oh, I'm going to learn something new today I about I feel like this. our credentials allow us to look at some <clears throat> of the shows and movies and music in a more analytical way because we've studied, you know, film and we've, we've, we understand certain things about that. There are so many things we're not experts on. Mm-hmm. We've, neither of us has ever been to Korea Wish we oh, could go. fingers crossed! Yeah, I want to go so bad. Yeah, um, we can't speak the language. I tried buying Rosetta Stone; it was a huge failure. I'm terrible at language, though. I took Spanish, and we had to take it in grade school in my public school system. So I took it for upwards of ten years, and I can barely introduce myself. I'm horrible at languages, but I tried. Was the thing. So we're not experts in that sense. Mm-hmm. We we just there's so much we don't know, but we really care. We, we care. care deeply. We do. And Megan mentioned it, so neither of us speak Korean. I mean, we've obviously picked up some words and mm-hmm. phrases, and um, we go out of our way trying to learn how to pronounce people's names correctly. Mm-hmm. And um, But, again, spoiler, we're probably going to mess up here and there. We'll um, do it wrong. Let us know respectfully, please. Yeah, please be nice teach to us. Because we really genuinely want to know how to say these things. We're coming from um, a good place. <clears throat> we are. We've even got as far as to YouTube interviews in Korean with no subtitles, Trying. just to try to pick up how to correctly pronounce people's names. Mm-hmm. Um, so we genuinely do care. Also, we've mentioned this, and we will say it again and again. We love fandoms. Yep. You are the heart and the pulse of Korean pop culture. We love all the work that you pump out. Forces of nature. You're amazing. Seriously amazing. I think honestly think the reason that the phenomenon of K-pops and K-dramas are spreading so much is just because the fans mm-hmm. take it and run with it and it's it's contagious. And it is something, I feel like it's something that's very easy to be passionate about and mm-hmm. so it's a lot of passionate people. Yes. That's really cool. And we love all of you. Yeah. Um, but please know up front, we don't necessarily call ourselves... We're or not or connect fandom. with one fandom. We don't we need, genuinely love them all. Actually, that's a question I've been wanting to. I want to understand how one becomes part of a fandom. Like, how do you select? I'm I'm very interested in the process of saying like because I know there are official channels that mm-hmm. you can go through to be a part of a fandom. We're super curious. I want to know all about it. Yeah. So if you are hardcore in a fandom, contact us because we want to talk. We want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at what point do you decide? Oh. I am all in. And, and what made you is the next step. choose this one, this mm-hmm. one group or this one idol or or whatever it was that you said? This I'm all in on this guy. Yeah. Or, I'm all in on these guys. I'm I so love it. I'm so curious. You really want to know. 
Um, so we're going to jump right into our first, I guess, our second topic of the of the podcast. But we want to talk about K-dramas. This is the thing I, I'm going to be spewing info here because I am just to touch genuinely excited. And I feel like a lot of my family and friends ask, well, why do you watch K-dramas? And I, this is everything I want to tell to them. And we're going to try to condense it down as much as possible. Yeah. So here are 10 reasons why we feel you should be watching K-dramas. Um, number one, we got to talk variety. Um, a lot of people who start watching K-dramas, just like Megan and myself, are just bored of the same old American programming. It's it's kind of stale. Like an and I don't want to say all programming because I know up front, I love. There are certain American shows oh, yeah. I fell in love with. I will watch and rewatch until the day I die. Yes. Um, but for the most part. We just weren't finding anything. At the time that we got into this. Yeah. They were just predictable. We were. The, the plots were we predictable. Excited. The characters were the same. Mm-hmm. It kind of got stale. Or, or all the shows were in like their sixth and seventh <clears throat> seasons and we were not gonna be just kind of over it it. I didn't want to watch a show I love jump the shark and just bomb so um I'm not committed enough to do that yeah I felt like they're growing less and less original Mm -hmm. by the day and then Megan introduced me to k-dramas and I'm telling you these plots are out there I can't stress that enough it's every genre every genre like I we so we've played this game with our my husband before it's so called um guess which plot is a real k-drama plot and we will make up just the most, in our head, the most off-the-wall plots. And then we will throw in one real K-drama yeah. plot. And we'll try to have him guess which one is real. And the thing is, the ones that we make up are boring compared, compared to the to actual K-drama the, plot. The best example is Love from the Star, My Love from Another Star. Because mm-hmm. it's it sounds like we're kidding. It's such a good show, too. And that's the thing. is They take these bonkers plots yes. and make great television out of Great, them. great programming. And part of it is, and we're going to get into that in a little bit, but... You know, I'll just hold it because it's coming up here. But um, as the industry is developed, there honestly there is a genre for any type of K drama show that you want to watch. So we've seen um, natural disasters, yeah, natural disasters, gender swaps. Oh yeah, um, romantic comedies, which is which is that's where they hooked me. Yep. I love romantic comedies. I love all the old Nora Ephron movies. I mean, that's basically if you like romantic comedy, you've got. You've hit the jackpot. It's, uh, there's unlimited. But there's fantasy. There's, there's, there's high school horror, dramas. There's horror. Thrillers. Thriller. Crime. Everything. They literally got something for everybody. And usually each show within each genre has elements of so many other genres. Yes. Which is incredible. They're great. I know somebody this weekend asked me for a, a suggestion for mm-hmm. a K-drama to start on, which is so much pressure. But I was like, well, what are you, what are you hoping for? Like a romance or a drama or a comedy? And she said comedy. And literally, like, the top five comedies that I thought of, I was like, well, they could also be... It's so many Romance, they could be... One could be a thriller. Like, Mm -hmm. it's... There's so many... They're all wrapped up together, but the variety is there. And if you're looking for something different, trust me, K-dramas have got you covered. Yeah. Um, But the thing that I love about them is they're also very realistic, because these characters may be in these insane plot lines, but they actually eat, they pay their bills... I mean, they clip their toenails on the show. They clean their floors. You're watching real people you know. They're human beings, and they write these characters into just these relatable people that you want. You feel like you know them. You You, feel like they're your next door neighbor. Beck and I have talked about this a lot, but there are times where we have periods of mourning after some shows because we miss the characters. It's like losing a friend. It is. Like, you're almost, even if you're not sad the show is done, like, you're no. happy with the yeah. ending, yeah. you still feel like there's a hole in your life. Like, a friend of yours is, You will never away. see them again. Yeah. It's genuinely hard it's time. It's difficult. Um, I also love, love, love 
that they have good roles for female characters. Yes. Amen. Rejoice. Such strong Hallelujah. female characters. They're not sex objects. No, They're I will give them a soapbox about walking this Walking around naked. I... The the lead the female leads in K dramas oh, are just so cool. strong women. And the other thing is, if the guy is the hero of the show, I feel like they write the woman to not be like an accessory. Right. But she's literally the reason that he is the hero of the show. Like yeah. they are strong women. They like are. I hope my daughter grows up to watch some of these K dramas because I feel like they're such good role models. And I feel like this is a good time to mention. So I'd watched a couple shows that were good, but the one that hooked me was my lovely Samsoon. Because that character just blew me out of the water. She's the best. She's, She's so the greatest cool. character. I, I was honestly trying to think of the last time I'd seen a character I liked and identified with and cared about in any any pop culture, any television, American, anywhere, than than how I felt about Samsoon. She so was so great. That was it. She was the she was the one that got me. She was so great. Um another reason feelings let's t- let's talk about our feelings which <laughs> disclaimer i hate feeling things <laughs> i hate feelings and that's all k-dramas make oh my do. gosh and so i there are some that i can't even i'll i'll hear about them and i'm like nope that's not for me because i know it's gonna make me feel things i don't want to feel or think about <laughs> some of the things i've done watching a k-drama cry oh, and yeah. i think megan can tell you I don't cry at anything. No. I've given birth to three children. Never cried. She's a Never champion. cried. I just don't. I'm like a, I don't know. I'm a cold hearted person, I guess. But <laughs> I have cried watching K-dramas. Mm-hmm. And like, to the point where my husband will come in the room and be like, what are you, what, what is happened? wrong? Like, just Kleenex is all over What's sobbing. What's the most crying? Which one? Can you say? Faded to love you, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there are things that happened in that show. And as a mother, it broke my heart. And I was just sobbing. There are. Other things I've wanted to do, though. Punch the screen. Oh, yeah. Legitimately. I've, I've, I've yelled out loud at the screen. Oh, yeah. I scream at my TV sometimes. Um, also, just making me giddy. Like, giddy <sighs> happy, where I, I'm giggling watching a show out loud. It's like it's like being in love. It is. I'm telling you, you any emotion that you could possibly feel, you will feel watching a K-drama. And, and sometimes within love, the same hour. Oh, yeah. Within five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the thing that I love is I honestly feel like the shows were written almost like not even around a character or a plot, but they're like, this is the emotion that we want the crowd to get. Yes. And then the whole show is written around that to make you feel that's that. That's a really good observation because I do feel like sometimes they come up with these scenarios where I'm I'm thinking to myself, how did they how did they get here? Because it's mm-hmm. great. It's this totally unexpected scene that just makes perfect sense and and wins you over. And I do wonder how did they come up with this? How did they get there? How did they... Yeah, there I honestly some, think they have some sort of, like, can underlying we, can motivation. Can I give another example? Go for it. <laughs> I talk about this scene all the time. In the show Shopping King Louie, there's oh a scene. Oh, my gosh. There's not even any dialogue. I even know what you're talking about. It's they the beach scene, right? They take a train to the beach. I knew it. And they're playing Be My Baby, and they're dancing on the beach. And I, they're, like, eating cotton candy and just it dancing. Is the most wonderful scene that has... It does so much for the plot. So little happens, but I feel like it is a moment. It it was a perfect moment, and whoever thought of that scene, yeah. I I will sometimes when I just need to be cheered up, I will just turn that scene on and watch. So it. Megan watched that show before I did, and she kept warning me. There's a scene, and it's on the beach, and that's all she tell me. And she's like, "It's it's great. It's like the greatest scene I've seen in anything. It's beautiful. But bet- that came out of any country." And so when I finally got to that scene, I was like, oh my gosh, I think they're at the beach. And I was like all amped up for like some sort of romantic dialogue or some grand gesture. It's not. It's just two human beings 
who genuinely enjoy Two each other. Beautiful characters. And they're just enjoying time together at who the beach. Been There's no so dialogue. Much. It's just this music and it's it's funny and it's cute and it's romantic and yeah. it's it's the most beautiful, happy, perfect scene ever. It's, it's and realistic. It's so I believe that people have experienced this moment. Yes. It's ugh. I love I it love so it. much. I love it so much. Um so the fourth reason, Korean dramas are binge worthy. Yes. You so Korean dramas, if you aren't familiar with the anatomy of a show, um, they are very short. They're short episodes. Mm-hmm. They're usually about, it depends what you're watching. If you're watching like a web, it might be 15 minute episodes, but some of them go up to, normally they're about an hour. Some are two hours. It just depends. But each episode, no matter the length, a typical series only runs like 16, 16 to 20 episodes. I mean, some are a little less, some are a little more, but most shows are right in there and that's it. You get one season, one season people of 16 episodes and the show is over. And at first, that really threw me off guard because yeah. I almost got mad and I was like, I want more of the show. Why is there only you, one, one season? I was like legitimately period. upset. But it's perfect because the writing is they, perfect. They, they planned, planned it out. out perfectly. Yeah. It's like the perfect story you get closure. Arc, the characters develop. It's enough time where you get emotionally attached to these mm-hmm. characters and get to know them and love them. But then the show just wraps up nicely. Like you said, you it's probably also, have a morning period, but then you get to move on. The way that it's distributed is different too because they do... Most networks will do two episodes a week. So if you're watching week to week, which some people don't, my mom, which we'll get into her, she's a whole nother story. (laughs) She's the one who started all of this. But she will watch shows that are already out because she has trouble watching week to week. I love week to week because it it suits my lifestyle. So I watch them as they're airing, but I get two every week. So I don't have to wait week to week for one episode. I get two Two full hours of story every week. And that's perfect. It's amazing. It. And the thing is, every three months or so, a whole new batch of shows comes out. Yeah, and you're from bombarded. all these different networks. So you'll have like three weeks where you're saying, there's just nothing there's to just watch. There's just nothing I've to watch. watch. And I've then nothing suddenly new. you're like, I'm so behind. I cannot <laughs> keep up. I'm so stressed out. It's so overwhelming. And this has been happening for decades. So oh. there is seriously yeah. an unlimited library we out are there. Four or five years in, we are just getting to the point where we're occasionally try struggling to find an older show we either want to watch or haven't watched Mm -hmm. because we've covered a lot of the classics between us at this point i think so but still i know that the the pool is deep is deep and i'm i'm just kind of floating at the surface i know that and i've mentioned we've watched like 60 shows so so you know how many shows are out there and available there and you start when we started to list how many shows we watched it was seriously like oh my god when did i do this When did I have I children? When have I had time to yeah. do all of this stuff? I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Um, so another great thing, another great reason you should watch, the culture. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a great way to oh my gosh. learn about parts of the world you know nothing about. And it's not just Korean culture, which obviously is a huge part of it, but it's just Asian culture in general. Yeah. I feel like you learn all about the customs and food, um, food how they live. The history. We, like we said, we can't speak the language, but I feel like I have a very deep appreciation for the way the language, I love the way it sounds. I, I find too. it like, to be, that's another thing. People are like, why do you listen to Korean music if you don't know what they're saying? It sounds great. It's beautiful. I just love the way it sounds. People listen to French music all the time. They're like, oh, it's the language of love. Exactly. I, I think Korean is the language of love. I think love. Korean's beginning to be the language it is, of love. It is much prettier in my ears. So. And I'm telling you, I, um, I don't want to sound, I feel like I was like, a sort of worldly person before mm-hmm. I started watching K-dramas, but it has opened this whole new door to me of 
There's so much out there. It has renewed my interest in traveling in other cultures, not just Korean culture, but all cultures. And you become more invested in current events, I think, because because you do become invested in, at least I've become invested in, in South Korea as a country. I want to learn about the geography. I want to learn about all the different parts of the country because I see all these incredible Mm -hmm. images of all these different parts. And I'm way more aware of what's happening there on a, like a political standpoint. You just get invested in a, in another place, and that's always healthy. It's amazing. Yeah, it's we've learned a lot. Very educational, to say the least. Um, another great reason: these shows are innocent. If you, so I am a mother. I have three children. It got to the point where I could not even put basic daytime programming on the TV with my kids here without them asking me some sort of question about: Is what? this a bad word or? Why isn't she wearing, you know, a middle to her shirt or, you know what I mean? Like, there's just so much. Is that person dead? Widely accepted, I guess, on TV in America and in Korea. It is not. It is not that way. It is not that way at all. It's definitely, it feels like there's not the gratuitous stuff. There's not gratuitous violence. There's not gratuitous sex, which sometimes... I'm like, oh my gosh, you got to <laughs> give me something you wish here. It happened, but. but for the most part, I feel like the the shows satisfy my my needs for a, a affection. Yes, <laughs> I think they're yeah. But it is just different. It just it's, it's like shockingly they're not innocent. doing like the especially violence. I feel like there's just so much unnecessary violence, and it gets almost to the point where it's desens- I'm desensitized to it, mm-hmm. and that's not the way it is. I feel like there's always a plot point for if something bad happens. Exactly. Um, okay. This is a big one. Another reason you should start watching is the eye candy. I am not a person to sit here. I've never been a fangirl of anything. I never went through the new kids on the block phase, through the NSYNC phase, through the we Backstreet Boys phase. We do not phase. have that in common. No, Megan was am, hardcore in those things. I am the most boy crazy for celebrities person ever. This is... I have never been. Oh, and I until am. I started watching K dramas, and I don't know, it sparked this fire within me, I guess, where I'm like, Do you I think it's okay to admire partially people? the char- because so many characters are written so just perfectly. Appealingly. Yes. Yeah, I feel like that that's where it starts is the character is perfect, and so you're like, oh, this guy's perfect, and then there's a new <laughs> character in a different show who's also perfect, and you just get hooked. It's it's overwhelming, but really though, and the so thing that I. I love, and again, it really caught me off guard at first, is these people are beyond beautiful. Like, almost seem not real. They're so beautiful. But the actors and actresses are not afraid to take these roles where they look terrible. And by terrible, I mean they look like me on my best (laughs) day. On a good day. (laughs) (laughs) But still, I mean, they're not afraid to act yeah. Act like an idiot or fart on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's just certain things that I think an American celebrity would never do. They try to look too cool. Yeah. And Korean celebrities are like, no, I... It's for the part. It's, it's for the script. Yeah, it's, for it's the fine. Character. It's for... It, it's it's great. Character, that goes back to the whole characters feel very authentic. Like, mm-hmm. real people. And, and I think it's a lot easier to fall in love with them because you're not looking at... Right. You know, somebody who's... Perfect all the time. And, and pretending like that's a real... Yeah, they don't pretend it's real. They're very realistic, which I I love. Um, Another thing that I've also loved about these is literally every single one of your senses is engaged when you watch a K-drama because you have, it's streaming online, so usually you're holding your laptop, you're holding an iPad, you're holding your iPhone um, because there's subtitles you have to rewind frequently, Mm -hmm. so you're constantly touching something. So, like, your body is engaged that way. There's subtitles, so you're constantly, I mean, you have to give 100% of your attention to the TV or the laptop or whatever when you're watching a K-drama. 
Which, so it just which can like, be stressful sometimes mm-hmm. because you, because we do try to do a lot of things at once. Yep. And in a way, it's kind of nice where you think, okay, I'm, this is my time to just watch this show. This is my I am my just thing. invested in the show. This is my time. And it's funny because as a mother, I started off, I think one of the reasons I loved it so much was it's like, it's the only thing that I have for myself. Yeah. Like, I get to go for one hour a day, whether I'm on the treadmill or lying in bed at night, and this is my thing. My kids don't understand it. They can't see it. I have headphones in. But it's funny because it's evolved so much where it's like my kids are, my kids love it now. My (laughs) husband will, I've caught him many times where I will fall asleep and wake up and he will be watching the show that I was watching. Like Mm -hmm. he'll be watching the TV and then he may even clip in like, hey, did you see that? And I was like, no spoilers. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely like a vacation, but the other things, like the food, you feel like you're constantly eating when you watch K-dramas. Like the food is amazing. They eat in every episode. Um, the fashion, I mean, it engages your senses. It has totally rejuvenated my interest in fashion. It's amazing. Megan dresses regularly like K-drama I seriously, characters. I, even when I was watching Reply 1988, I was dressing like 1980s <laughs> Sunduck stuff. Like, I get, I love the way they look, and I get so inspired by it. I'll, I'll have to do an outfit of the day when I dress like a K-drama girl. I think you should. I'll, we'll I have to post addicted. pictures, so I feel like that happens pretty regularly. It's silly, but I can't help it. Um, and then the soundtrack. So you're, I mean... You are totally also overwhelmed in the audio so, department. And they do they do original music for every show. Basically, every show has an original soundtrack. And I love it. There's and they're normally, great. like, one song oh, that just, they, only, they only play it in, like, the pivotal moments. And they'll play it in every episode. Yeah. So when you start to hear that song come in, you get, you're like, oh my gosh, oh, something's gonna, gonna happen. happen. And it's so, so yeah, I could, I, I swear there are some days where all I listen to are. Oh, yeah soundtracks from Korean shows so you get so nostalgic too if one happens to pop on a playlist or something a show you haven't watched in three years instantly brings you back I swear I get weepy when I listen to the Faded to Love You one I every time I'm like I gotta rewatch Faded to Love You oh um so and then this it's just it's soul candy I mean the storylines in these shows are amazing um as I mentioned there's only one season so the you know the character develops the plot is perfect some, I mean, they're cheesy sometimes, they're definitely, but in the best way possible. Yeah, I feel like it's a sincerity over cheesiness. Yes. It, it's just, a, they're trying, so a lot of the shows are trying to, to connect with viewers on a very sincere level. Mm-hmm. And that's refreshing. And that's the thing, I think in, and, and we're just, we obviously are, we're from America, so mm-hmm. we're coming from American shows. I don't have a lot of experience with other shows. I mean, I watched some German shows in the past and Girl, a couple of French shows, but. I watched everything. <laughs> I just feel like it's, there's just a lot of cynicism and mm-hmm. snark well, and, in television anymore. And that's just the, I feel like the world feels that way right now. It's kind of a dark place. We're and I feel like place. I'm a pretty optimistic person, but mm-hmm. um, Korean dramas just, they're just so sincere. And I feel yeah. like there's always an optimistic tint to it, every show. It doesn't feel hopeless. Yeah. It's a good escape if you're feeling hopeless. It's so great. They're just delightful. Mm-hmm. Basically, those those are ten reasons why... We sound so sad. I know. <laughs> We're just really sad, and this is the only thing that makes us happy. That makes us genuinely excited about That's a lot of things. That's not true. We're very happy people, but K-dramas <laughs> assist with that, I would say. They're just... They, yeah, they make everything brighter. Yes. Which I love. All right, we're now going to transition to our favorite topic, probably of all time. Ever. Which is K-pop. K-pop! Which we talked about a little when we started, and how we have a problem with the term K-pop, because it doesn't encapsulate the many genres. So beautifully said. But we're going to call it K-pop, because that's what it's called. 
mostly. Just a general That's term. What, how people understand it yeah. is K-pop. And we have a lot to say. So we're going to start with, I guess, oh, I guess what, so many good things. And, and it's, we're still learning about the machine of K-pop because it is kind of like how 90s boy bands kind were of, formed. Yeah. They're, they're, a lot of groups are manufactured mm-hmm. and kids go into a trainee process pretty young pretty now. Young. Usually and, around 12, yeah, I want to say. And it seems like some questionable doings. <laughs> yeah. They have drive and they're in contracts. Yeah. And I mean, like the one guy from Big Bang was talking about how he was, he was a trainee and he was going to school day Sun. Right? I Wasn't think so, him? yeah. He would, like, take a train every day. Oh, I think that was Sungri. Was it Sungri? Because he didn't For live hours there. hours yeah. to finish high school and then still train on the side. Pro- like, professionally, full time. Mm-hmm. So, if, if you're getting into this line of work, you're serious. You're very serious. I think there's a big difference between American music and K-pop. Mm-hmm. Is that in America, a lot of people tend to meet and form a band yeah. on their own as, like, a hobby. And then they go try to get discovered. Whereas in Korea, they literally go to the management company and they're like, train us to be. And then they're put together into units. Yes. And so those units change and grow. Because a lot of times, I think it was Big Bang again, wasn't it? Where G Dragon and um, Taeyang were supposed to be like a duo group. Yeah. Like a duo hip hop group. Got Seven was the same. It was JB and Jin Young were going to be. And then they ended up halfway through training or at the end of their training being told nope you're going to be in a different group and I really don't think they have much say in it whereas in America that would probably not happen you know you pretty much have your group and and you may change too but you go to a producer and you try to get discovered or you go on a reality show like everything these days they also I feel like you don't hear about the whole discovered on YouTube thing as much right I feel like that's everybody now in 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 America Western (laughs) music everyone is was discovered on YouTube discovered on YouTube which is cool I mean to each Put their own. Out there. If you're yeah. making music and you're happy and you're making other people happy with your creations, go for it. However, you get it out there. But that is definitely a difference, I think, yeah. right now in the way that K-pop groups are formed and American groups are and formed. And again, this reminds me of '90s boy bands, which I guess I'm just very familiar with because it was a huge part of my adolescence. Mm-hmm. But they're very they they all have their personality and they all have their their kind of well-crafted backstory. It's I think it's less so in with Korean groups, but it still happens. I don't know. It just reminds me so much of like Insane and Backstreet Boys. And- the more I learn, and I I think it's fascinating, is in American groups. I feel like once you make it big, then mm-hmm. they do a really good job of PR, especially if you're on a reality show where they try to come up with this like sob story about how hard you work to get to this reality yeah. show to get to this point in your life. And I, and I don't always feel like it's real or genuine, but with K-pop groups, I genuinely hear their stories. I'm like, these people legitimately struggled. So hard. Like, they were 12. They were and going they, to school. They were training on the side. Yeah. They weren't living with their family. They were living in the dorms. Like, they really did sacrifice so much at a young age to get to where they are. There's no made-up sob story. It's just a genuine, here, look how hard they worked. And I don't think they view it as a sob story. They view it as... This is how hard we had to work to get to where we were to get here. And there's a lot of criticism of the industry, and, <clears throat> and I don't know a lot about it. It's something I definitely need to look into more. But I know that there's, like, conditions that trainees go through. Are There's a lot of criticism about how they're treated. I don't know. I think people are starting to pull back the curtain a little bit to expose that so that maybe people get treated better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's very interesting and kind of scary. 
We'll be talking about this a lot on our next episode because our next episode is yeah. going to be strictly about the K-pop group BTS, which we are very excited We're about. A moment, and we are having. A <clears throat> we are loving all the moments it. of it. Like. Um, but they've done a good job, and Big Hit Entertainment, their management company, has done a great job of kind of deviating from the norm. Yeah, and it's a allowing much smaller better, company. Yeah, allowing better working conditions. So we got some research there that we'll go into next time. Yeah. The other cool thing that I think about K-pop groups is, and I guess it's a lot like American groups too, especially in the '90s, like you said, the boy bands. But they literally go after a certain like aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like some members are literally just marked as visual for the group. Like they don't, they're not, they're not <laughs> Which, the rapper or the dancer. Can you imagine <laughs> being chosen for a group and being like, "Hey, you're our visual. You're our visual." Talk, that's the best compliment ever. I remember the first Even time I learned like, this. Hey, you kind of are terrible at singing and dancing, but you're so good you're looking. You're so attractive. We're just gonna put you in the center all the time. I remember the first time I learned about this phenomenon was when you introduced me to Super Junior. And you're like, C-1. this is C1. <laughs> and literally you sent me a website and it said C1 is just the visual of the visual. Super Junior. Yeah, that's a term. That's, that's like a, a term. That's technical a K-pop term, visual. And Jay you know what? At visual. least they admit it. Because in America, I feel like there are many visuals in groups and right. nobody will admit that no. that's just and, and the visuals still have to <clears throat> hold their own and do oh, yeah. thing. But Dancing. I do feel like their main purpose is just to be extremely handsome. Yeah. Because you're trying to attract, in Korea, I think the main point of YouTube videos and everything else is they're trying to be accessible and they're trying to, to get their reach out as far as possible and they do an amazing job at it. So, oh, yeah. I mean, some, some members are literally picked because they can speak English. Some are picked because they can speak Taiwanese or um, Japanese or Chinese. You know what I mean? Like every group tries to appeal to as many groups of people as possible. That's why I feel like, not to sound dramatic, but I feel so grateful to live in this time. Because even 10 years ago, I, we would have no access to this. Right, and exactly. We've t- and like we've said, this has enhanced our lives in multiple it's ways. It's just so happy and joyous. It literally, if I'm having a bad day, I put on some K-pop or it go watch a so K-drama. Happy. It makes me so happy. It's just this whole new world that we've discovered. Yes. Thank you, Megan. Thank You're you. You're so welcome. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> um, let's also talk about these people. We kind of mentioned it about the trainee days. These people are talented. Yeah, if you want to feel bad about yourself, yeah, go learn about a K-pop artist and how good they are at everything. I can't remember. I think I said this earlier, but I'm a horrible dancer, but I deeply appreciate people who are good dancers. Oh, the dancing. The dancing. Oh, the my choreography. God. I don't so understand amazing. how they can keep up with it. And a lot of them will, <clears throat> you hear of K-pop idols who maybe went to a training company to be a model or... To learn classical yeah, piano or something. whatever. And then all of a sudden, halfway actor. through training, somebody comes up to them and says, meh, we think you're just going to be in a K-pop group. So you got to learn how to dance, how to mm-hmm. sing, how to, you know, it just well, in general, present themselves in the manner of an idol. With this, with this formula, I guess you'd call it. So you already have a great song, right? So you look forward to hearing a new song. But then it's like, what's the dance going to be? It's yes. a whole nother element to get super psyched about. I don't know. It's just so many pieces that come together to be so insanely entertaining. Every time, every time they drop a video or a dance practice, it is a frenzy. And Megan already mentioned it. So they are accessible. All of them are so accessible. And the dance practice videos are honestly, okay, so another big difference between American and K-pop. They record everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's hours and hours of behind the scenes footage and they will record their dance practices and then put them out as their own video. Yeah. And they're viewed almost as many times as the actual music video because you get it's, to see that you get to see the little mistakes or them goofing off before and after. 
It's so entertaining. It, or you're seeing, I feel like what for me, for me, it's the fact that you're seeing the dance from the video, but undisturbed by any sort right. of cutaway. There's no B-roll. editing. There's no storyline. You're just line. seeing the full performance. Right. It's so good. I remember the first time I discovered these were a thing, one popped up on my YouTube playlist and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Game what is this? Changer. <laughs> so then it's another like black hole of content where, oh, there are hundreds of these videos. Hundreds. For different groups. And they are all incredible and so much They're fun. They're so amazing. They're and so they'll do amazing. And they'll do different angles. So they'll do like the straight on angle and then they'll do one where there's a, cam- a cameraman going like up into their faces. They're getting close. I think they call that boyfriend version. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Some people will mirror them. So if you want to yes. learn the choreography yourself, it's on your TV. Oh, is and that why they I do believe it that that's way? why they do it that way. Oh, I was always, I've always <laughs> wondered what is, why is that? What yeah, is Yeah, the this? mirrored dance practice. It's I would backwards. Love to learn them, so but you can stand and look at your TV and you move in the same direction they move. I can't As even. if we could ever no. learn <laughs> the choreography to a I can't even song. do like a basic lunge, I think. I'm so uncoordinated. Um, so they're amazing, basically, is what we're saying. Yeah. And they're, like we said, it's not just these dance videos um, and dance practices and, and all this stuff. They record everything. So the Korean, South Korean industry has done a great job of using YouTube to their advantage oh, and just putting out all of this, like, behind-the-scenes footage. You can watch how music videos are made. You can watch the, the groups in their dorms just and hanging out. I definitely think that's one reason certain groups get so popular is because they have their stage persona. So they're sexy and cool and talented and professional on stage. And then you see them behind the scenes and they're just goofy, lovable, dorky. Just 20-something-year-old guy. yeah. guys and girls hanging out. And mostly it's the guy groups. I don't see a lot of behind the scenes. We, yeah, and I have to be honest. I'm going to full disclosure right here. I am so boy crazy that I just, <laughs> I don't get into girl groups as much. I definitely have some that I really like and there are certain girl group songs that I love. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be kind of one-sided because I do definitely focus on the guy groups. Well, and I feel like the appeal to guy groups is... For me, manufactured for they are literally like this is for Megan, and we will. I think we'll try to branch out. Handsome dudes dancing and singing and telling me I'm beautiful. Yes, please. Yes, please. I'll take two. I'll take two. I'll take seven. (laughs) So they are. I'll take got seven. Mm -hmm. So um, there are unlimited videos out there, and one of my favorites I think is is actually a got seven dance practice where I don't know why, but they decided to do in their living room this tiny little living room. The seven of them decided to just do a dance practice video, and they're all wearing their slippers and just like. How have I not seen this? Have I not sent it? I have, oh, I will send it to you. Do you know what song it is? Oh, I can't remember. Girl, yeah, we gotta do this. I'm gonna now. send it to you I right now. It, yeah, it's amazing. And um, in the background, you can see like their mu- their their mug shots. Oh, what yeah. am I saying? <laughs> headshots. <laughs> their headshots. <laughs> I. It's I just think... ama- It's like a dirty. Like, you can see their video games and their dirty laundry on the floor, and they're just there goofing off doing it. It's amazing. You it's definitely amazing. get a, a different glimpse of their personalities in dance practice videos. It's mm-hmm. not always. Sometimes they are. And their dogs are in it. Oh, their Coco. dogs are in the Oh, my gosh. It's so cute. <laughs> I have never seen this. I I'm feel sending like a it failure. to you. So now I feel like this is your area of expertise, oh. Megan. Let's talk about the music videos. Oh, can we? <laughs> so I fully 100% believe I got into K-pop for music videos. I love music videos. I grew up loving music videos. I'm fascinated by them. I wish that I could make them. And again, I think it goes back to, you've said this before, there's an extreme lack of that it's just now not in our culture. Yeah. Or music videos now are kind of, I feel like they're fine, but they're more, and again, this is generalizing Western music, 
they're more um, just a vehicle for products. I feel like a ton of mm-hmm. advertising in music videos. They're just, or just people walking around. I don't know. It's like a star vehicle. There's no story right. to it. K-pop music videos go so far beyond that. It's amazing. I feel like and they, they put tons of money that I'm missing. I'm tons missing of that production from quality. Music. Yes, and and I could just sit and honestly, it's gotten to the point where I analyze videos, which some groups want you to do that, mm-hmm. and and they do make them really complex and they do connect them. Some of them are just darn fun, great, entertaining, beautifully amazing. put together well choreographed well thought out videos i could honestly talk about this forever but basically i i don't know if i mentioned this before so i got into k-pop because i thought top was hot as an actor i saw him as an actor first because i started with k-dramas found out he was in a group youtube searched him and the doom dada video came up if you have not watched the video for doom dada It's going to change the way you perceive everything. But I saw it and I was just like, what, what is this? (laughs) Is there more out there like this? And it was just a spiral from there because then you get into Big Bang and they have great videos. And then you find all these other groups with incredible videos and there'll be multiple types of videos sometimes. So they'll do like a music video in the traditional sense and then they'll do a great dance version so super junior i'm gonna put this on we're gonna put lists up of some of our favorite videos mm-hmm. super junior song devil they have two versions the music video version and the performance version oh the performance version <laughs> it's just it's just so great i wish you could all see megan right now she's I'm like, like i'm animated and her arms like... are moving and she's clutching her heart and <laughs> this is this is my favorite thing i love I love K-pop music videos. There is so much to love. I just can't get enough of them. They they are my favorite thing right now. And I want to give a special shout out. Like I said, I actually prefer usually the dance practice videos over the music. Although the music videos are amazing. Mm-hmm. And I could watch them all day. Um, but I would like to give a special shout out to all the companies and directors who put together the one-shot music videos. Where it's just one <sighs> continuous shot and they make no mistakes. Oh. There are so many K-pop music videos like that. Yes. And... Okay, as somebody who's worked in film, I cannot imagine no. the amount of preparation. How exhausting. And and the practice, and not just for the idols themselves, but for the, the crew. The cameramen. And the managers who have to be there and keeping everybody forever. awake and alive. We and... will we will for sure be talking about the Save Me BTS music oh, yeah. video next week because it is life changing. It is. It was the it was the moment for me. That's all I can say right now. There were many moments, but I think that, that was, was the first song that really got me into BTS. I I liked Dope and I liked some of the older stuff a lot. Like really really liked it and would listen to it and watch the video. That video is great too. But then I saw the Save Me music video and it was I was gone. I I probably watched that is among the three or four videos I've watched hundreds of times. So if it says on YouTube that it's been viewed 10.6 million times, I'm the si- Megan six. is the 0.6 million times. <laughs> I seriously will just sit and put a YouTube playlist of, of like one group or some people put together a really good playlist of videos and I will just sit and watch them for hours just gazing. Gazing at them. In I happiness. cannot wait to get into this. Like we will probably have multiple podcasts oh, on certain yeah. groups and our favorite videos. We should, that's what we'll do. We're put, we're working on putting together some playlists of our personal favorite videos. I feel mm-hmm. like we could do an entire podcast just talking about those. Let's do that. We're Even make a note of that. Yeah, that's a that's a great idea. Um, so our last thing that we wanted to cover today, I know it's probably one of our longer podcasts. Is the first one. We just had a lot that we wanted to get out there. 
but resources. So whether you've been into K-dramas and K-pop or you're just maybe showing a little bit of interest and you want to know more information, um, there are so many great resources out there for you. The internet is your best friend ever. We and live so, in a wonderful time. It's just the best time to be alive. So um, like I said, the internet is your friend and I often refer to drama fever mm-hmm. as your fairy godmother. Dra- if you're watching K-dramas, drama fever, it's how I got hooked. It's I know there started. are many outlets out there. But Drama Fever has almost everything you need. Almost everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, it's really, um, such a blessing. It's such a blessing. <laughs> so it is, a uh, dramafever.com is where you can find it. Um, they do have a couple different memberships. You can do a free one where you will, you'll you know, ads. you'll watch ads or you can do a premium membership, which, which we, is what Megan and I have. We did the ads for like a year and mm-hmm. it's not, you know, you put up with it if deal. you like it, yeah. but then eventually... We thought, no, we need more. If you're just dipping a toe, the free version might be the way to go. Mm-hmm. But that being said, memberships are extremely affordable. There's really no reason to not have it's a membership. It's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I can't remember how much at the top of my head. I looked this I up recently. I think it's like $9.99 a month or something. Yeah, it's and that's so reasonable. One. Yeah. Um, especially if, I mean, like, I'm not watching anything else on TV, so I'm... I'm putting my money into a number of resources. Do yourself for a favor. Cancel your cable. Just don't use your hundred and fifty dollar a month cable, yeah. and just pay nine ninety nine, and just totally immerse yourself in the Korean world. And good. I promise you will not regret it. You won't it. run out of stuff to watch. I'll give you my address. You can mail me a thank you card later. <laughs> um, so, a drama fever. Also, you can watch it on your computer, your smartphone, your tablet. You watch it on your. Do you watch it on your Roku? I don't remember. You yes, watch I it watch it on everything. Roku. Yeah. Roku is what I have. So you can literally go to dramafever.com for more information. We love them over there. It's a great resource. So if Drama Fever was your fairy godmother, then Vicky is the equivalent, in my opinion, of Santa Claus. Also amazing. Also just amazing. Well, uh, oh, just as amazing. I feel like if yeah. I ever can't find something, I go to Vicky and I just feel like it pops up. And it's like, oh my god, it's Christmas every day. They, they definitely, I, I feel like the sites are competitors, but they do offer different things. They do. And I don't, I couldn't technically tell you what those things are, but I feel like I have subscriptions to both because I'm finding equally important content on both. Yes. So it's, if you can afford it, it's worth it. Um, the cool thing about Vicky is they actually have software designed to let like volunteers translate all of these shows. Yes. So one of my favorite things to do, which I know I'm a nerd and I'm sure Megan can relate, is sometimes I will watch a show on Drama Fever and with mm-hmm. with their subtitles and then I'll go over to Vicky and watch the exact same show you because totally the translations are just slightly different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still the same storyline. You still get the idea. But sometimes just the way something is phrased differently. It slightly changes the dialogue. It does. It almost makes it more amazing. It's interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting to see how, because obviously between languages, you're never going to yeah. get a d- direct translation because all the time. language is so nuanced. Mm-hmm. And it does. It just changes the tone and... I love it. Oh, I think it's man. great. man. Now I want to get into a whole conversation about translation and the implications of translation. This is what I, this is what I studied in college. We're going to have a lot of fun with this podcast. I'm if really you can't excited. Sell. No one's going to listen because they're going to be like, this sounds like school. I hate it. <laughs> so Vicky, you can find that. It's just Vicky.com. Um, they also syndicate and partner with like Hulu, Netflix, Yahoo. Um, there's and a lot of different ways that you can consume are, their material. If you their already material. have something like Netflix or Hulu, check out their offerings because they do have dramas. I'm, okay, so for Actually, those of you lots who think, of dramas. yeah, if you think that we're making this up, that this is like a phenomenon or up and coming trend, we're not. I no. double dare you. Go to Netflix, go to Hulu. They both have a K-drama This all genre. started on Netflix for yeah. me. I, there, I saw two shows on Netflix Dug a little deeper, heard about a show I wanted to watch. They didn't have it on Netflix. Went to Drama Fever, 
and it just the rest spiraled is from there. But Netflix is where it started, and Hulu is the same. Tons of options. I think Amazon Prime also. Is Amazon Prime has some. Look, guys, people are figuring this out. <laughs> this is not a passing fad. This is this good is here to quality stay for a while. content that people want to watch. Mm-hmm. And if you give it a try, I'm gonna. I, when I first heard about it, my mom again. We're gonna talk about her another time because it's a whole thing. But she said, "Watch this this Korean show." You're going to love it. And I thought, no, I won't. That sounds weird. I loved it. It's the same. I loved it. And I haven't turned back. I have not turned back since then. So just give it a chance. you got to give it a chance. you got to. If you are super desperate to find something, we would never condone watching through an illegal manner. But you can find some things on YouTube. I'm sure they're there. I'm sure it's not legal that they're there. But if you really want to search for something, yeah, it might be on YouTube. And so. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I know, like, all these streaming partners that we talked about, they mm-hmm. have con- some content on YouTube as, like, a little taste. Like, teasers. There's a lot so, of behind the scenes that yeah, you can find. Yeah, and Drama Fever used to post some episodes of, like, run, run, blah, blah, Running Running Man. Running Man. <laughs> And things like that. I don't know if they still do, but it's, I mean, you can always look. All you have to do is just start looking. Just start looking. It's out there. And it's never ending. So um, that's all the K-drama resources. Let's go to the K-pop side. Once again, the internet is your best friend. Everything is streaming. I find find almost all the K-pop I want to listen to on Spotify. And I've purchased so much on iTunes. It's all available. I mean, it's all there. You can find it. Also, I've gone to SoundCloud before. If there's certain songs that I can't find, I can find them on there. And some artists use SoundCloud, too, to release stuff that's not necessarily album Mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, it's just like Western artists. You can find a ton of... These are all free resources, everybody. Yeah. Free resources. So they're take advantage of them. Um, other resources that don't necessarily have to do with K-pop or K-dramas, but just the culture and pop culture as a whole. Um, Soompi.com is a great website. They provide coverage of Korean pop culture. We love Soompi. I yeah, swear my great. Facebook feed is filled with it, and I, I, get, I read, like, every article. I get news alerts from them. <laughs> I don't even get, best. like, real news alerts from the news, but I get... Like breaking news from Soompi. Keep that. Keep in mind, <laughs> Megan works in the news. She should be getting legitimate news. I don't. Alerts, but... I don't. When I leave, I don't want to know. Yeah. I just want to know about what's happening to my favorite celebrities. And there you go. Soompi's got you covered. There's also a great website. Um, welldramafever.com backslash yeah, news. news also. They also have a news like a blog area. Um, one another one I find a lot of information on is allkpop.com. All Kpop and Korea Boo. And Korea Boo. I see them. They, we see them pop up a lot. Again, we're still just dipping our toes into this. It's yeah. been five years and we're still figuring it out. So if you know of other great websites, let us know. Please we are share. Totally oh my gosh. always looking Please for share. info. Um, I feel I want to give a quick shout out to Drama Beans. Oh yeah. Um, I love their stuff. We love their stuff. So we're secretly hoping maybe we can connect with them oh and invite them onto a podcast because when we Watch a show. If we need to know, if we want to know what's coming up, or we just want to, I if love you see spoilers. an episode and you want somebody to just feel like you're you're, you're mm-hmm. talking to them about what just or, happened, or if you so don't understand, there have been a couple times where I'm like, what just happened? I don't know why this is happening. They're perfect. You Drama just beans search their their stuff. Also, we should say we're not affiliated with any of these. No, none of these sites. people are paying us. We don't know anybody we, at any of these we places. We just like them, and we've used them in the past, and and we're. Just if you're looking for for more, it, this is a good way to find it. Like, yeah, these are where we've gone. Also, Instagram and Twitter. You're gonna find all your favorite people on <gasps> they're those. All there, they're all there. They're all providing great. I'm like giddy right I now know. thinking about it. There's so many great Instagram accounts. One of my favorite things is a lot of these idols have pets that have their own Instagram accounts. Yeah, and as and crazy I as it them. sounds. I follow them because I I'm want to know that far into the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I found really useful. 
find yourself a good one to dollar calculator on the internet and a good kilogram to pound (laughs) converter. (laughs) You can laugh, but there are so many times in a K-drama where they will mention something in kilograms or they will mention like, how much did that cost? Well, it's only 2,000 won or it's 10 million won. won. And I'm like, how many US dollars is that? So we do that a lot. Find that, pause it, go to your calculator. You think we would have figured out the... The it's like great at this point, but I don't know. Kind math. of have. I'm so bad at math. I can kind of guess, and I'm usually pretty close. Is this? But right? I want to know the think, exact amount. Oh, see, if, if they say billion, I'm like, okay, I think that's million. And if they say thousand, or wait, million, I think that's. I think it's like divided thousands. by a thousand. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so confused. I'm always so confused. Don't listen to us. Just go get a calculator. Yeah, I, trust I don't, me. I'm so bad at math. So that's basically all we wanted to cover today. But we do have a, a small call to action. So if anybody out there is listening. Irene, mostly Irene. We think you're probably the only person who will listen. We really do want to connect with you. So we have a bit of a challenge. We would love to know when and where you're listening to this podcast. Um, So if you are feeling up to it, we'd love to know. So take a photo of yourself listening to our podcast, post it to Twitter, share it on our Facebook page. You can use the hashtag NunaYaBusinessEp1. And we may have a treat for a lucky listener if we see anybody posting these. Anyone reaches out. Somebody reach out. We're so lonely. We really want to make some friends. If you have a question or a topic, um, please, I I put for the love of Lee Min Ho. For the love of Lee Min Ho. Please let us know. You can share via Twitter, Facebook, or email us directly. I'm at Becca at NunaYaBusiness.com. I am Megan at NunaYaBusiness.com. Just spelled the normal way. Just spelled the normal. M-E-G-A-N. Oh, yeah. Do I need to explain how to spell Becca? B-E-C-C-A. People are always trying to throw a K in there. Girl, I know. I don't understand it. But anyway, that's our podcast for today. Thanks for listening to Nunia Business with your hosts, Becca and Megan. And to our sponsor, WhoArted.com. That's Who-Arted.com for all the podcast equipment. We'd love to connect with you. Find us on Twitter at Nunia Business or through Facebook, Nunia Business. Please leave an iTunes review. And we are extremely excited about next week's podcast. Extremely excited. We will be discussing the one, the only, BTS. BTS. Which, again, we will have a lot to say. Not an abbreviation. Not behind the scenes. Not behind the scenes. We'll be talking about that. We are super psyched. So, see you next week. Yep. Thank you for joining us. Bye.